0: Hey, it's Rainy, your friendly neighborhood GM, and just here to remind you that the levels are still off in this episode. Um, This was in the same recording day as the last episode, so it should sound fairly similar. Like I said, this is something we caught and resolved for future episodes. So apologies, but please enjoy. Welcome to Fathomless Sleep, episode 3 on the Just Barbarian Things actual play of Cthulhu Confidential. The Los Angeles of this world contains graphic violence, questionable morals, bad language, the occult, otherworldly dangers, and some historical discrimination and politics. You have been warned. This is a duet game featuring Santiago as Enrique Kincaid, private investigator, and me, Rainey, as the game master. It's LA, 1937, and Enrique Kincaid is on the case. You have a lot of information. You have some places you can go. I will Mm -hmm. let you know that it's late. Um, But that doesn't stop things from happening in noir, hard-boiled LA. So up to you, what you want to do.
1: I think I'll go back to my office actually okay, check in with, um, you know, I don't have a secretary or anything like that, but you know, I feel like I have a mail slot, Mm. you know, in my, in my door. So I can check if there's any messages that way and all that sort of thing.
0: Sure. So you head back to your office. Nothing waiting for you. Not even, because you didn't choose that problem, not even a new stack of bills to worry about. Actually, I'll say one thing is waiting for you. It looks like through the mail slot is your first per diem payment, uh, presumably for the next day of work.
1: Timely. Nice. Um, is that in cash or is that like a,
0: yes a check? It's an envelope of cash.
1: All right. I'll have to put that uh, in my wallet. Just, you know, the cash dispose of the envelope. And uh, yeah, I think I'll just uh, think about stuff like what I've, what I've, the clues I've gathered so far Before um, you know, maybe stretching out on the, uh, on the couch and, uh, you know, catching 40 winks.
0: All right. You can get some rest if you like.
1: All right. What's your plan? Well, the next day, I think I'm going to uh, check out uh, check out Phil Block, see what his involvement is with all this. And uh, then I'll probably have to, uh, to check out... Um, the order of our, the argent light mm. after that depending on what i learned from phil mostly i'm interested in phil to see what his involvement with whitey is sure. you know just so i have a clear picture of all the players on the board
0: all right so it's the next day you can choose what time you decide to head out and all that there's nothing it's just a storytelling game at this point. you can make it whatever you want
1: yeah, I gotta freshen up and uh see if I can't maybe uh change my change my outfit a little bit you know um look into maybe dropping off my suit with the uh with the tailor to see if it can be you know fixed up you know sure. something like that yeah.
0: And uh, Especially you got this money to pay for it. So there's that
1: right expenses, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't want to walk around looking shabby, you know, but I'm not, not flashy either. The idea is to blend in, not stand out either way. So hopefully I have a, a backup suit that I can wear and freshen up a little bit, maybe shave <laughs> that sort of thing. Um I have a couple of drinks to take the edge off and um you know and uh and hit the street. All right. Bright and early.
0: Walking out of your office. I need you to make a fighting roll.
1: Oh <laughs> right. All
0: right. Oh, of course, you're good at fighting, so this isn't a problem for you. Uh, Spielman's the uh, <laughs> portly man that you um, were, that you embarrassed by um, sneaking into his car and holding him at gunpoint to answer questions. Um, attempts to um, take a a less than honorable. Uh, stab at you with his knife as you exit your office building with a five plus which you got on your first die so again i'm being forced to give you a push rude all right um you are able to disarm him and kind of sock him get him down onto the ground um and you already have the quick reactions uh edge so i can't give you a new edge for this one um But yeah, he was, he was trying to get you.
1: Okay. Well, I am a hundred percent (laughs) pissed at at this. (laughs) So um, I would like to actually, uh, you know, he takes a swipe at me. Mm -hmm. I managed to uh, notice and, you know, um, not only avoid his attack, but disarm him. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to uh, muscle him into the nearby alley So that we can proceed um, without disturbing the, you know, local residents over their breakfast Hmm. and uh, have a a quick conversation. Sure. By which I mean, um, (laughs) I just want to tell him, I was like, I tried to tell you it was a bad idea, pal, and I want to knock him out. Hollywood knockout.
0: Yep, you can do that.
1: <laughs> Gun butt to the back of the, you know, the, like not back of the neck, but you know what they—that's they, always the thing with yep. the Hollywood knockout.
0: He falls <laughs> limp to the alley, dropping his um, long uh, switchblade-type knife.
1: Mm, nice. Oh, it's like one of those like uh, stiletto-type switchblades, mm. like sort of deal. Excellent. Okay. Well, we'll we'll fold that closed and pocket that count that among my resources. But, um, I think, (laughs) yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really pissed (laughs) off. This is not gonna, yeah, not cool. So, (laughs) um, I don't know if we want to glance over like the details of what I have in mind, but, um, if we do want to like, you know, yada, yada, yada it. Um, He he would wake up tied to a chair in like a, uh, a basement or a storeroom or something like that Um, back at uh, the uh, Alegria, because I would, you know, take him um, back to Whitey's establishment and let Whitey know, like, look, when I left yesterday, I found this piece of work casing the joint, and, uh, you know, I don't know who he followed there, or what his game is, but when I came out of my office this morning, he was, you know, he tried to get the drop on me. I told him or saw him again, that, uh, it wasn't going to end well for him, but given that I ran into him on your turf, I think it might be something that I should come to you with, but, uh, if it were up to me, he'd already be taken, uh, a, a long nap at the end of a dirt road.
0: And he's like, thank you, Ricky, once again. Don't worry, we'll take care of this. Just just forget about it. Everything's going to be fine.
1: I uh, leave it in your capable hands, Whitey. And uh, again, you let me know if there's anything I can do for you.
0: All right. So you were going to check out Phil Block, you said? Yes. Do you have research?
1: That is a, an excellent question. I don't think that I actually, I do. I have research. Yes, okay. <laughs> I have research.
0: So now that you know his name, it's just a matter of using your normal private investigator skills to nail down the address, probably a phone book, <laughs> but you know? So yeah, you can get the, the address of, um, it looks like an apartment in Echo Park
1: okay this guy was uh the reporter the hopefully unfortunate reporter was franz um
0: franz Spielmans. something rather
1: franz spielman the guy you
0: left with the the mob mhm
1: mhm i mean you know you should be wearing a pair of cinder block slippers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. Okay, I'm sorry. Digging into Phil, I find an address, yeah?
0: Yes. Okay. In this day and age, once you know their name, the address is easy. Mm.
1: Last known address. All right, great. Yeah, let's go. Like uh, I said,
0: it looks like an apartment in the Echo Park area.
1: Got it. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, let's uh, let's just take a casual stroll by Mister Block's apartment and uh, see if we can't have a conversation with him.
0: So, um, yeah, I can show you the apartment. Let me get that. There mm,
1: you go. All right. Does he have a sign or anything like that? Any signage then you have? It's not a business like address.
0: It's an apartment.
1: Okay, this is where he hangs his hat. All right. Okay, yeah. Let's uh, let's go pay him a visit. But let's start off. Let's start off nice. Let's pay him a nice visit. To see if we can't. Uh, you know. We're 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 gonna try the uh the carrot approach first. To see what happens.
0: Sure. So what do you do?
1: Let's walk right up to his door and knock.
0: This is uh who is it?
1: Mr. Block, it's uh it's Mr. Kincaid. I'm uh following up on a tip I got from uh from an associate of mine. I'd just like to ask you a few questions.
0: Oh sorry, not interested.
1: I assure you I'm not selling anything. This is an official investigation. I really appreciate your cooperation.
0: I assure you I am quite busy, but thank you.
1: Okay. So the carrot didn't work. Let's try the stick. <laughs> Back up and uh kick the door in.
0: <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. <laughs> My landlord's never gonna oh what the hell?
1: <laughs> don't worry about that right now. You got more immediate problems. Now you could have talked to me on your own volition, but now we're having this conversation. Why don't you sit down over there?
0: Okay. He is basically a doormat. As soon as you start talking rough, he's immediately soft. He's <laughs> sweaty. He's near tears. He's like, Wh- Whatever, whatever it is, I'm sure we can work this out.
1: I feel like I saw you last night over at uh, Whitey's joint. You want to tell me what you were doing over there?
0: Uh, Whitey's the boss. Just doing my work.
1: I'll make a gesture at him, kind of uh, reeling in some fishing twine on two fingers uh, to indicate go on. Like, what exactly? Give me some details here. What's work involved? What do you do for a uh, Mr. Um, uh, let's see, Whitey Alexander. Mr. Alexander.
0: Um. Well, I'm. I'm just. I. I help with the books. I'm. I'm an accountant.
1: Hmm. You didn't look none too happy with what you. Uh, your. Your figures and calculations might have been showing you when I saw you rushing out of there. Anything particular going on?
0: I, um, you know, sometimes, especially with a joint like that, I have to make sure the numbers all line up so that there's no trouble. You know what I mean? It's not standard accounting work.
1: I do. Yeah, yeah. We all got to cook our books from time to time. Everything's seeming all right over there.
0: Um, let's see. You know, with that kind of establishment, there's always problems with the books, um, or there would be if someone like me wasn't there to make sure everything is smooth. You know what I mean?
1: Sure. Sure. You're a valuable person to a lot of people. That makes sense. Let's see here. All righty. Well, I'm glad you're taking good care of Whitey. If anything happened to, uh, impact his business, I'm sure he would send folks to uh, sort out why that might be.
0: I'm sure you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what can you tell me about Helen Deacon? I'm uh, I'm to understand uh, you might have been helping her out as well.
0: Look, she came on to me, all right? I, it wasn't me. I mean, look at me. She's so far out of my league she might as well be on the moon, but she she got she got all hot and heavy for me, and wasn't I didn't have the strength I should have had the strength, please don't tell Whitey, oh my god
1: ah so you uh you and Helen had a thing going on, huh was it a one time thing or uh
0: uh i Honestly, she was probably using me. I think looking back on it, she might have been using me. But it was just huh. Oh. I mean, look at me. Have you seen her? Amazing.
1: <laughs> so kind of an ongoing thing. What was she using you for? What what was she having you do?
0: She She asked for a copy of the books.
1: I see. And did you get her a copy of the books?
0: I may have given her a copy of the books. And look, as soon as I did, it's like I didn't exist anymore.
1: Hmm. I guess she was pretty persuasive. Ah, well, I see. What about, uh... My gosh, I don't have a picture of Marshall Daly. Hmm.
0: Oh, you could certainly gotcha. describe him though.
1: Right? Yeah. Like she ever, uh, she ever come around with a friend of hers? Tall guy, good looking, good looking fella. Um, describes like um, Marshall to him.
0: Oh. Oh yeah, that pervert had a picture of them two together. I never met him though. <laughs>
1: I see. All right. So I never met him. <laughs> All right. Something seems a little fishy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this guy's telling me the truth. Let's see if maybe I can assess his honesty. Sure. See if I have that button that comes up. <laughs> X. Press X for doubt. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, if you assess honesty... I'm- you would know that this guy is much too scared to lie to you about anything.
1: All right. Um, sounds good. I can't think of anything else to ask this guy about. So I wanted to ask him about uh, Whitey, Helen, and Marshall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, he said
0: the pervert had pictures of helen with marshall um you could ask yeah. him more about like helen's motives you could ask about that about the picture about the pervert but you know mm. up to you or you can call it you have other leads so
1: yeah i think i'd just like to ask him um the why to speculate you know why do you think why do you think helen would want to copy of whitey's books
0: Oh, I've been thinking that about for that her? a lot. I mean, why would a dame want accounting ledgers? You know what I mean? But I'm assuming that she was trying to go over Whitey's head and send these books to Guy to show that Whitey was skimming off the top, you know? That's I the only see. thing I can think of. I don't... No why she would give them to anyone else
1: so you're saying whitey's skimming off the top and guy doesn't know about it
0: huh i'm saying that the copy of the books that she has before they were adjusted may show that and i was thinking because i saw bruises on her one time and i asked if whitey had done that and she said no but hmm, i don't know if i believe her so maybe she was just trying to get out of a bad relationship
1: to myself or maybe she's trying to uh, get rid of Whitey because uh, her family's in trouble with uh, gambling debts Hmm. I'll keep that obviously to myself (laughs) well let's just uh, we'll keep those uh, those books of course between you and me I know we can all count on your discretion, man. your line of work definitely has to uh, keep that to himself. If anybody uh, comes to see you about this, you tell them to come see me. What do you say?
0: I can do that. I have no problem sending someone to talk to you instead of me.
1: Good, good. I think that would be for the best. I'll make sure I leave him uh, my calling card. And uh, yeah, that's all I can think to ask him if I'm honest, you know, that's good information though. So uh, yeah, (laughs) there's just, there's just so much to make notes of to keep Mm -hmm. track of everything. So I'm like writing a book over here between every interaction. Yeah. And some of it's helpful,
0: some of it's not, but how will you know?
1: I think I covered all the key points here That uh, Helen asked for a copy Of the uh, raw books Showing that Whitey is skimming off the top That Guy McPhee uh, Obviously doesn't know about this And would take none too kindly to it If he did Uh, Marshall has photos Of he and Helen together In an intimate setting to say the least Mm. And Phil referred to Marshall as uh, A pervert Nope so right, no, what a miss.
0: So you asked if he knew Marshall. He said uh-huh. that the pervert had a picture of Marshall and Helen together. You get the feeling the, the pervert is someone else. Is a third party. Yeah. Okay, Marshall. But he ahead. had never it's met like... Marshall, but he had seen God. a photo of Marshall and Helen together. <sighs>
1: So that's good. That's why we go over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So, is photos or just a photo?
0: Uh, let's see. Um. Photos. Okay.
1: Okay. So that definitely leads to a new line of questioning. Hmm. Who is this pervert? Why don't you tell me more about this pervert, Phil? I might want to have a conversation with him, too.
0: All right. This has got me a little scared because you're not the first person to come in and ask about Helen in this whole book scenario, right? So a couple days after I gave Helen the books, this German guy, Spielmann, shows up with these photos of Helen and me leaving the hotel. And then I knew if Whitey saw that, if Whitey knew about this, like I'd be dead, right? But this guy's so dumb that he believed me When I said that I could, you know, get him in trouble with the mob, look at me. And this guy thinks that I'm a mobster and can get him into some kind of trouble. But it seemed like he was terrified of getting caught up in that business, right? So he kept accusing me of being involved with some communists. I made it clear I was with the mob. He got scared off, but he had photos not only of Helen with me, but Helen with that handsome guy you were describing as well. That boyfriend type. But with all these pictures and these questions, this guy is obviously some kind of pervert.
1: Got it. Okay. All right. Hopefully I can give away nothing <laughs> when I realize who the pervert is. Okay. Well, hopefully sure he
0: doesn't get to Helen though. If, if he upset her with some, I don't know why he's following her around, but it could, I mean, she's such a, such a delicate, beautiful little confused animal. You know, you don't, I don't know what effect a guy like that would have on her.
1: Yeah. We'll be sure to keep them far, far apart from each other. All right, Phil. Thanks for your time. You keep your nose clean and you keep those books legit, huh? (laughs) 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 And with that, I'll make my exit.
0: Okay. Where are you going?
1: Well, let's see here. I don't think that I, uh, I don't think I need to check in with Whitey at this point. I mean, I'm going to hope that um, <laughs> that Franz didn't spill the beans about uh, Helen having other, uh, you know, uh, gentlemen callers. Mm. So, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really, um, you know, I was never supposed to be there, you know. Um But I did give him my calling card, you know. But I I can always play dumb later if it comes back around to haunt me with Whitey, I think. You know, I never saw that guy there. I was following up on this because of, uh, you know, I got the lead from from Spielman. So I had no idea he was involved with Whitey. It's my official story. I'm going to stick to it. (laughs) Because I don't want any, you know, I don't want Whitey to know that I was poking around. In his business behind his back right and uh i think there's enough plausible degrees of separation to make that fly we'll see though you
0: probably we'll see if have I more end up... than phil block does so.
1: <laughs> we'll see if i need to uh you know sell that but uh for now i think i'm gonna have to bite the bullet and uh, follow up at the uh order of the argent light
0: Oh, what a what a wonderful choice as your next location. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh Uh-huh. All right. So I will show you the order of Argent Light. There you go.
1: Uh, I see.
0: So you know that L.A. is a fertile breeding ground for spiritual questers of all types. A lot of artistic folk here, a lot of people, you know, in journeys from other places and trying to figure things out. So it makes sense. Um, Out of character, I mean, this is really a time that sets us up for like what is the precursor to the new age movement that's going to come about a little bit later. Um, Mm. But you would know in character that there's everything from true believers to complete charlatans trying to take money from people, right? You don't know what you're getting into. Things run the, the whole gamut here in LA. So... You are heading over to the Order of the Argent Light. Um, And uh, let's see what you, Mm -hmm. all right, Um, talk to me about what you are doing.
1: Well, let's see here. I know that, uh, there's, there's somebody there named Clara Nabel and I don't know if they're a, uh, um, you know, if they're running the thing, they, they're running the place or if they just work there, you know, mm. that sort of thing. So I think that, uh, I, I mean, I start off strolling in the front door, you know, there's gotta be some sort of, uh, reception area or something like that i'm gonna walk around until somebody asks if they can help me
0: all right so when you walk in there are these i mean it's this lovely tiled affair with like blue glass mixed in there are all of these little glass baubles that redirect light in all of these very attractive ways and um a woman comes out to meet you when she hears the little chime of the bell that signals the door has been opened. There you go. All right. Um, Okay, go ahead.
1: I don't know if this is uh, Clara or not because I never got a description of her. Mm. So I feel like I, uh, I can either presume that it's her or I can ask to speak to Clara, not knowing that that is indeed Clara. So, um, I don't want to. I don't want to fudge it, you know. Mm. Um, like, oh, I'm going to presume it's her because, as a player, I know it's her and stuff like that. So, I feel like I should let the dice decide. In all fairness, what I what I should do either ask to speak to Clara. Mm or roll you know the roll the in-game figurative dice and presume it's her you know um and, and go from there so let's just roll 1d6 and uh odds i'll ask to speak to her evens i'll presume it's her okay. how's that sure great that's a one mm-hmm. so i'm gonna ask this i'm gonna ask this unknown person has approached me and does she come up and you know with a greeting or anything or does oh, she yes. just walk into the room and look at me mysteriously or what's her demeanor
0: so she um walks in a very just sort of like glidy way and she says ah a question someone looking for answers from the cosmos from the mythos how can i be of assistance you've come to a safe place to the right place
1: hello miss uh i'm a mr kincaid enrique kincaid i'm uh, looking for a Clara nibble
0: oh certainly one of my apprentices could feel the questions dwelling within you and sent you to me how can i help to soothe your troubled
1: mind. I'm actually looking for uh, a girl, and not just any girl, a special young lady. In fact, um, one one Helen Deacon. I uh, have an interest in tracking down her whereabouts, kind of playing it dumb like I don't know where she is.
0: Like all with questions, you must open your awareness to the Argent Light. Defeat the darkness that hides the things that you seek.
1: I, uh, I'm willing to confront my darkness. If that'll help me, uh, get on my way. You, uh, you kn- do you know Helen?
0: Um, of course. Helen joined the Argent Order two years ago. She came with some other silly girls, but Helen stuck around.
1: When's the uh, when's the last time she checked in with you here, Miss Nable?
0: Mm. Nigh on seven weeks at this point. Mm. All right,
1: I'm gonna ask a few questions and then see if I can get a sense of her. Her honesty, see right. if she's:
0: When last I saw her, up. a dark cloud hung over her.:
1: Oh, you don't say did she come to you for help?
0: She didn't at the time she was just joining us for a normal meeting, but when I told her of this darkness, she asked me to read her aura. And I saw a mm. spoor of an ancient and gnawing evil, something that she had walked over unsuspecting. But oh yeah. I also beheld the vision of a great lever, once alive but now stilled, and I offered to conduct a protective rite, as only makes sense. Um, of course there were ritual supplies that would need to be paid for. Um, unfortunately Helen did not return with the uh, required funds to make that happen. So, I hope she did not succumb to that darkness.
1: Oh, I see. see of course of course all right um i feel like she's uh definitely telling the truth but um when when she mentions um she read the aura and got a sense of an ancient evil um i think that's gonna um pick pique my interest on that Cause I do have a bit of Cthulhu mythos mm-hmm. on this here that I've uh, come across in my studies at, um, at USC. So I, I want to say that kind of jumps out at me a little bit. And, uh, I want to ask, uh, Ms. Nable if there's somewhere we can, uh, we can sit down and, and talk more directly about this, this
0: darkness. You may always be open and honest here. This is a safe place. And she gestures to like this kind of, uh, you know, a uh, plaster bench that's like built into the, the wall in this main room of the building.
1: The, the burble of the fountain nearby
0: right
1: <laughs> the blue cut, cut glass and tile everywhere and so on okay it's great what what can you tell me about this darkness I feel like that might have something to do with uh, her disappearance
0: What you have to understand is that all violence and confusion in our modern age arise from the action of the Dark Ones. Um, They have names that most don't dare to speak, things like Yig and Shubnigrath. And their desire is to plunge mankind into eternal ages of darkness. But only by empowering the secret masters with the resources required can we restore the planet to their stern command and banish entropy. To do how this- does
1: that check? Also. Oh, Go ahead. I wonder just how that all checks out with what I might know of uh mythos.
0: I mean, these are that, familiar names uh, in the mythos for for sure it seems that she at least knows something about the mythos you couldn't say for sure if it's legitimate or that she's using those names uh for whatever it is that she's doing here
1: so clara read helen's aura Mm -hmm. saw this uh miasma of dark ancient evil around her, clinging to her offered to cleanse it if she would return with bits and bobs and you know whatnot, Eye of Newton candles and etc. And um but but Helen never returned.
0: That is correct. Honestly, Helen had been unable to make the necessary donations to the order for the last six months or so. I suspect it was the poor girl's sister, um, sadly close-minded, who had tightened the purse strings of the household. Um, Quite unfortunate. There were great workings to be done to forestall disaster in a darkening world with the help of the secret masters.
1: The help of the secret masters, you say? Okay. guess the secret masters wouldn't be too secret if you could just tell me more about them, huh?
0: To the normal waking world, they must remain secret because no one is ready for the types of things that they would hear or see from them. But for you, I can see you are a true seeker. And I will admit, I do know one of the secret masters, for there are many. He maintains one of his homes right here in Los Angeles.
1: Okay. Nice. What's, what's his name? Uh, heck, and address. Just going for all the goods.
0: Most would know him because he is a well-known author by the name of William Dudley Pelly. He has written of the near-death experience he had in 1928. Um, During that time, it was bestowed on him mystical powers and a plan to combat the dark forces. Of course, he changed the detail in his public writings to cushion the shock of the revelations he really experienced. The world would be unprepared for such detail. Okay. So, And you can this see ritual. in this room, mm-hmm. prominently mm-hmm. displayed are a number of his books.
1: Ooh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'd like to get a, a list of the necessary components for um for the ritual and is that something that uh gosh i guess what i want to ask is uh the the cleansing ritual to uh to help helen out with her aura um those components those things that you sell here or would she need to retrieve them out in the world and bring them back to you
0: oh no these are things that must be procured and prepared by someone trained so that they can handle these things safely. So it was only required that she provide the resources monetarily for me to acquire such items to help her to be freed of this darkness, which has, since I have not seen her, no doubt consumed her in some way. Now, how long
1: did uh was was helen uh how long did she disappear for uh
0: six Just weeks ago days? and she was gone for two weeks
1: okay so she disappeared six weeks ago the last time well so the last time anyone saw her so far was six weeks ago but she's only been gone for two weeks like well, that's no. that's what so i'm trying to get my mind around. six
0: weeks ago and then reappeared mm-hmm. four weeks ago she was gone for two weeks. Okay. Gotcha.
1: All right. And see, I should have like knowing that when people are like I saw her 6 weeks ago, you know, I should have asked like, you know, where where was the last time you saw her? Like, you know what I mean? And, and that sort of thing. But okay. I,
0: we can um go back in time if you want a timeline based on what you would have asked people. I can give you that.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I would have knowing that I would have, you know, when's the last time you saw her, you know, and under what circumstances it, it basically is what, you know, where with who, all that kind of thing, you know? And and so if if Marshall is just like, Oh yeah, you know, she was at my apartment and and, and she left and then I never saw her or something like that. I, you know, I don't know, whatever the answer happens to be, but that's, I guess what I'm looking for.
0: Um, let's see. So I'm trying to get the dates for me here. So basically, mm, mm, mm. so 30 days ago, four weeks ago, right? Police mm-hmm. find Helen wandering downtown. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 41 days ago is when it was noted that she was missing by her family. While she was missing, that's when Marshall Daly showed up at the Deacon residence looking for her. So within that two-week span. Uh-huh. Um, 43 days ago, so just two days before she went missing, uh, Marshall Daly saw Helen, their normal meetup, Um, three days before that. Oh, go ahead.
1: Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I'm good.
0: All right. Uh,
1: Continue, please. Three
0: days before that was the last time Helen had attended, um, a spiritual talk at the Order of the Argent Light.
1: Okay. I get the feeling this place is, uh kind of a scam so uh, and
0: and, uh, uh like a week before that is when phil gave helen the books at the hotel okay
1: gotcha i wonder what she did with the books Interesting. Okay. All right. Let's see. Who do I have among my contacts? Let's see here. Yeah, I got the. Uh historian maybe hmm i don't know i'm just trying to think of who i would talk to i guess about this because i don't i don't know this seems kind of uh coming up a little bit short on this like right now i don't know where to go from here like really i thought there'd be more at this uh At this place, I guess I could follow up with the, uh, the secret master, William Dudley Pelly, but it, like I said, it seems scammy and that, you know, Helen was scared. She was involved with this place. She went there, you know, for help. They just try to take advantage of her, you know, but she did mention some legit, you know, some legit bad guys. So I don't know. Not sure.
0: Well, you have a few things to look into. If you want to follow up on this, you can. Um, Yeah, I need
1: to check my quest log. (laughs) Let me see.
0: But you have a couple other things in there for sure. And I can help you yeah. out if you feel stuck.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. I need to check my quest log, like to, to just get a refresher of what I haven't followed up on yet. For sure. I, I, I mean i don't mean literally check my quest log i mean that's what i'd do in an rpg if i felt kind of like Are well now what do me? i Are do you, you need time to yes check okay no 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 i mean <laughs> that <very> figuratively <laughs> sorry i mean it figuratively <laughs> like if you're an rpg and you're like well shit, now what do i do
0: yeah.
1: you know then you open your quest log and you like go oh yeah okay i need to go over here and talk sure. to that guy. So i just mean it figuratively sorry all right very so
0: things reason. that you oh, know you know that claris or that yeah Based on what Claire is telling you, Helen spent a lot of time and potentially money up into a certain point at this place um, and doing all of the things that go along with it. Um, This not-so-secret master whose signed books are all around this place was probably involved in some of those events. If you wanted to look into him, you can definitely do that. That's just research, which you have. You also have, you know that Spielman's was following her around to some extent. You could look into him more. Remember, once you have a name, you can usually find an address. So you can show up at a lot of these places because that's what Nora Time allows you to do. You also recognized the two drivers that calmly drove drove away from the bombing at the uh, casino. And you have a location to look into based on that. And you would probably put together that if there's something going on with the books and someone's sending a message over at the casino that these things may be linked.
1: Okay. Gotcha. All right. I think I'm going to start by following up on uh, Spielman's by uh since he is um you know either uh, he's either not there right now or never to return you know i feel like i can go to his office uh, uh and then maybe apartment and look for look for clues there so i think that's where i'm gonna start and then um in the back of my mind i think maybe i should follow up with uh Follow up with Whitey after things that maybe calmed down a little bit after the explosion, sure. letting him know that uh, I think that uh, I think they're on to him. So, all right. And uh, go from there.
0: All right. So you're looking up the location to check into Mr. Spielman's, correct? Yes. Okay. So you are able to find, because you have the research skill, that um, there is basically a, a lease document for the guest house on the property of a starlet named Greta Odamar that he uses as his house and, you know, center of operation. So, uh, let me see here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that. So um you would know that it's in it's a you know in the Beverly Hills area um it's a so the guest house would be like a freestanding structure on the property You can choose how you would like to handle that situation if you wanted to go check it out.
1: So it's on the property, Mm -hmm. right? Got it. Yeah, guest
0: houses in California usually separate from the main house. They're not attached.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to just drive over there. I have kind of a plan, so we'll see. Go for it. Drive in. do <laughs> over there and they like, could get there is there like a gate like a, a doorman like what's the i mean can I just drive up to the the guest house i don't know what the layout is
0: really. yeah so there would be a driveway to get to the property um there is you know uh, sort of like a wall around the property that is open with an archway over the drive um There doesn't seem to be like a big concern with like having it be closed or guarded. Like she's not that famous, but she has, she's done a bit. She has a bit of money. Um, and it's kind of these sprawling grounds. There's the large main house and then the gardens and a pool and then the guest house kind of towards the back, but also accessible from the drive because you know, people would be staying there.
1: All right. Yeah. I think I'll park, uh, out of the way and make my way on foot to the guest house
0: all right so going straight to the guest house yeah for Uh, now okay all right so do you have any kind of i guess it would be shadowing right if you're trying to uh not be noticed going into the guest house
1: yeah but i'm i'm not i have like i say i have a a cover story in mind that i'm here to see uh, Mr. Spielman's that I made an appointment with him personally for this time. And uh, that the arrangement we made was that if he's not here, that I was to wait for him is what I'm going. That's my cover story just between me and you. So I'm going to act as though I belong here, you know, having formulated this plan and just adopted that, that mindset to act as if.
0: Okay. Well, the door to the guest house is locked.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, let's see here. Oh, look at that. I've got locksmith. I think I might have to, uh, take a little time and, uh, Jimmy it open. Uh, it doesn't look like it's something I can roll. It looks like something I just have. So I yeah. don't know how that
0: works. Nope, you're ready. So you just say that you're using your locksmith to get in, which you're able to do. So let me show you the inside of the guild. There you go. I'll show you that. All right. So when you go into the guest house, Um, let's see here. It's basically one main living area with a small separate like washroom. Um, so instead of having like a separate bedroom, it has like a Murphy bed basically in one of the walls. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a desk with a chair, a love seat, um, a standing wardrobe, um, you know, a, a comfortable guest space.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna start uh, going going through the going through the place, opening drawers, looking through, you know, under the mattress. <laughs> whatever, doing
0: some common hiding
1: places. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you find something that's of interest, especially with all this talk of photographs. In the fireplace, there are some remnants of burned photographs, but no whole photos or negatives. If you knew someone with a photography skill, they could perhaps, you know, reconstitute, recreate what these photographs may have been. Um. You also find a key hidden behind a chunk of loose mortar in the fireplace's bricks.
1: Do you have accounting? I do not. Assuming these are in uh, alphabetical order, which it looks like they are, I do not have accounting.
0: Okay. If you knew someone with accounting, you may be able to identify where this is from, but it looks like a safe deposit box key. Um, you do note that there is a drawer in the desk and it is locked.
1: Okay. Let's go ahead and jimmy that, uh, that that lock to All get right. access to it.
0: You are able to do so. Um, They have, there is a set of letters inside the locked drawer. Um, They are postmarked Berlin and they are written in code.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: If you or someone had cryptography, you may be able to identify uh, and put them, you know, in order.
1: No, I don't know anyone with cryptography. I don't think Dr. Chang would have that. He's a historian,
0: so. I mean, I'll check. One of them has to have it unless I messed it up.
1: Oh. And in that case, he's probably the uh, person who has that. Unless maybe it was, uh, I don't know, one of the doctors, I think. There's a historian and a neurologist. I I feel like the historian probably.
0: Yeah. Um. We'll say that yeah, Dr. Chang is most likely to have it. Okay.
1: So maybe Dr. Chang would know something about this. And then um, you know, my friend uh my friend Danny um will probably be able to decipher these photographs, but uh I think I'll either Grab a, I'll grab a spare envelope from the uh, office area and put the biggest chunks of the charred photograph remnants in it and uh, tuck that into one of my pockets. I'll, uh, I'll pocket the key as well. Let's see here. I can follow up with Phil about this key. He might be able to tell me where... Uh, where it leads, because the way the way these works is like you have your safety key, right? And you go to the bank and like with that, they have the other key, and it takes two to unlock a a box or something like that, or who knows. No, you
0: just have to know which bank it belongs to, and you can unlock your own safety deposit box.
1: Okay, right, gotcha. So maybe Phil would be able to tell me which bank this one belongs to, unless
0: and also just a reminder. I you, don't know. all of your contacts. You can go to their uh-huh. Attributes and Abilities tab to see what they give you access to.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Okay. Because uh, your City Hall secretary friend, Betty Myrna, has accounting.
1: Got it, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Perfect, all right. Cool. Mm. Okay. Mm. Have the letters, have the key, have the f- charred photo remnants. Um, and I have let's see here. who would know about the uh photograph so i was thinking danny would but he doesn't okay and oh dr ching has a photography who has cryptography. We
0: decided that would be Dr. Chang, too.
1: Gotcha. Okay. All right, so I'll leave, head over to, uh, well, assuming it's still early enough in the day, hmm. um, yeah, it's still head over day. to Dr.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Doctor Chang's office.
0: As you leave the guest house, you are greeted by the... Uh, form of the lady of the the house one hmm. miss Greta Odemar, she says oh that's a sack of shit does not usually get visitors may I ask why you're here
1: <laughs> uh miss Odemar, I presume I'm a huge fan uh yes I was stopping by to see uh Mr. Spielman's but apparently he's not in I just uh Had a few questions for him um, regarding uh, some of the uh, articles he was working on.
0: I see. Hopefully some questions that involved you punching him in the face or perhaps stabbing (laughs) him and throwing him in the river.
1: Doesn't sound like you're too fond of your tenant here. (laughs) Why don't you evict him?
0: If only I could. Perhaps you'd like to evict him for me. I'll give you $200 right now if you'll, you know, maybe shoot him, dispose of his body somewhere.
1: I tell you what, (laughs) if you ever see him again, um, I would be very surprised, very surprised indeed. If uh, you should probably, uh, in fact, I'd say you might want to clean up the place and get it ready for a new tenant. And you know, no payment necessary miss, but uh, maybe we can uh, have another conversation again some other time if uh, if there's something that uh, that you can do for me. I like to collect favor c not necessarily uh not necessarily cash
0: they are their own formats of currency um, there are good ones and not so good ones that lead you to have a stupid uh, fucking tenant like this one is. But if he's gone, (laughs) I'd be very glad of that. So this is good news to me.
1: Yeah, I don't think you'll be troubled by Mr. Spielman's anymore. Anytime. Uh, I'll leave it at anymore.
0: (laughs) Very good. I, I hope you have a beautiful day.
1: It was well. Pleasure to meet you. And I'll make my way out of the grounds off the grounds oh, i'll leave her to her preparations of her <laughs> guest house i guess i'll remember <laughs> that i uh, met i met greta i met greta on the way out I kinda noticed uh I noticed that she sounded German um on my on my way out, but that she uh she seemed none too fond of uh of Spielmann's. Okay. Great. she owes me a favor okay got it so those are my bullet points well, about Ms. greta Odemar.
0: right if you're going to see dr chang and drop mm-hmm. off things with him because you're using his ability what that will mean mm-hmm. is that you will leave those things with him and he will get back to you at a later time with an update
1: okay Great. That's perfect, actually, because then I can follow up with, uh, with Betty as well. All right.
0: All right. So you are checking with Betty just about the where that key came from. Mm-hmm. So same deal. Since you're using her skill, you'll leave it with her. She'll look into it and get it back to you with the information on where it belongs. Okay. And you can take downtime if you want to and just wait for those things, or you can look into other locations. All those things are totally up to you. Ooh, thunder.
1: Thunderbolts and lightning. Yes. It's, you know, summertime in the, the front range. It's uh, storms every afternoon, it seems. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can uh maybe follow up. but Well, actually, no, my plan. My plan was to follow up with Whitey after mm-hmm. this. Um, so I'll drop those off. And by now, I feel like it's probably late enough that uh it's when you know so I'm driving all over town here, dropping this off, dropping that off, got to exchange pleasantries, and so on and so forth. Sure.
0: So, so now I can
1: head back.
0: You're going to Allegria.
1: Uh, Allegria. Yep.
0: All right. What you would notice heading back this time is that it's pretty dead. Mm. Um, it looks like either what happened here with the explosion either scared folks off or maybe he shut down for a while to figure things out. But it looks pretty quiet.
1: Alright, so last time I saw Whitey, I had dropped off uh, Spielpins.
0: Yeah, which was during the and, day, uh, so you wouldn't have noticed was, that it was like more dead than normal.
1: Right. So I had seen him once in yeah. between the explosion and this and all that kind of thing. So, um, got it. Um, ah, well, uh, Okay. Gotcha. How would I have found out about the books if not talking, if not for talking to Phil? What's a plausible story that I can spin for Whitey? You know what? I'm not even gonna worry about it. I think I'm just gonna ask him what he makes of recent events and uh go from there. Not gonna tip my hand. So yeah. So I can I just, you know, walk right in. Is it open at all? Or yeah.
0: So you can go in. I mean, all the normal, maybe even more than you even saw when it was busy in here, but like you know, bouncer types are here. But they know who you are at this point because you'd already dropped off people. And um one of them's like, boss said you could go talk to him if you uh, came back, so he's in his office.
1: I'll give him a tip of the hat <laughs> and uh, head to the office.
0: All right, so um, Whitey's definitely looking out of sorts. and But when he sees you, you know, he brightens up a little bit and he's like, oh, Ricky, you see how dead it is here right now? You see these? I do these, you know, warnings they're trying to send me. I don't appreciate this. It's getting in the way of my profits. And, you know, I don't appreciate those things.
1: I can imagine what, uh, what's going on. Well, I mean, last time we spoke, it was in a bit of a hurry for that bit of uh, business with that, uh, with that journalist piece of work. Um, I trust he's not going to bother us anymore.
0: Don't worry about him. He was just so obsessed with figuring out communists or some bullshit. Um, but, you know, squeeze him a little bit. Turns out he has some connection to Nazis.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'll make an unpleasant face at the mention of uh, of Nazis, <laughs> given that, um, I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily... It wasn't necessarily a thing back then but um you know i did uh i did a fight in the great war against mm. the the germans <laughs> so um so there's that um let's see all right would well, you let him go or uh
0: well i still got him you know Visiting downstairs, um but I'm do have half a mind to uh let uh Mickey Cohen know about him. you know you know how he feels about Nazis
1: yeah, I think if he took a long walk on the beach with Mickey, that might be for the best
0: Well, I mean, if you want to put in a word with him, you know I'll let you earn the goodwill if you want to. Otherwise, I'll handle it. I know you don't always want to get your hands dirty.
1: Yeah, I think I should maybe stay out of this one. It's just a uh, word of the wise, if I may be so bold as to give you some advice. I don't think uh, Mr. Spielman's is the type of character that uh, we want to let run around loose.
0: No, He seems a slippery eel. I mean, a Big one, but still. But Ooh. I'll talk to Mickey for you. I won't mention your name, of course. We'll we'll get this handled. He's doesn't like this type at all.
1: Yeah. So what was with the uh, commotion last time? Um,
0: Did you see? I it? nearly you got blown up. That? I wasn't sure if I you was. Had just missed it.
1: I was. My suit's still at the tailor with a couple of singed holes through it. Uh, I was lucky to make it out alive.
0: A shame. Do you know whose car that ended up being? Bing fucking Crosby. Do you know what I had to promise him? So that he wouldn't get all freaked out about it. Because it wasn't him. They weren't after him. I know it was a warning for me. I know they're trying to squeeze me out of this joint and I, I don't appreciate it. I gotta figure this out. This is killing my business.
1: So Whitey says it was a warning from them and so on and so forth. Um, all right. Who is it that's uh put trying to put the squeeze on you, Whitey? Who's sending these warnings?
0: Well, the guy's uh putting the squeeze on me. We put that out there. Um, it's a uh, some bum from the east. Uh, I think I told you that, but his name's Bud Barron. But I'm pretty sure he's one of uh, Bugsy Siegel's boys.
1: All right, Bud Barron. Oops, <laughs> from back east.
0: and he's not even classy. You know what I mean? Like he keeps offices in a magazine warehouse of all things.
1: You know that uh that checks out. I could have swore I saw a couple of guys uh hightailing it out of here after that uh after that unfortunate business in front of your joint here. And uh I think um couldn't put my finger on it at the time, but it did seem like there were a couple of boys from over at, uh, H and, um, AM and Hillier.
0: Ugh. Well, be careful if you look into that. Like I said, it looks like they have ties to back East, but I'm sure things are a little bumpy right now, but, uh, you know, guy's going to run them out of town. They're interlopers and he's going to run them out just like his predecessor did to Capone back in 27. So these things happen. We go through, you know, cycles of these East coast boys trying to get into a West coast problem.
1: All right. Well, I got to come clean with you, Whitey. In the course of my investigation, looking into Helen, I, uh, I ran across a few things and I ended up having a talk with uh with a local uh a local kid got a good head for numbers uh, phil block and uh I had a very interesting chat with him and um I just he seemed a little concerned maybe that uh that guy might be uh you know I don't know if I don't want to tell you your business. All I know is if Bud finds out that, uh, you know, if Bud can lean on Phil, he might get some information that might put you in a bad way with guy. And, uh, I feel like if you can get in front of it, that might be very valuable to you. you so been
0: talking to Phil,
1: uh, that not that, uh,
0: soft. He's the softest. But, I mean, I should have gotten rid of him so long ago, but he's probably the best accountant there is in this whole area.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you want to keep him in-house, maybe. I know that Spielman was talking to him, and in fact, that's who led me right to Phil. Ugh. Like I said, I think uh, Spielman's a, a looser end than maybe we thought.
0: Oh, and who knows who he's been spilling to. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll bring... I'll make sure Phil has an office here so he's not out of reach. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, m- Maybe I owe you one, Ricky. You've been doing me a lot of favors lately.
1: Well, I'd just like to have our little chats here. I would never, uh, I'd never presume to call in a marker. <laughs> not on you, Whitey. <laughs> I like things just the way they are. But I wanted to check in with you about this. These, uh, a.m. and hillier boys they're really being a, a thorn in your side it seems so I really hope things work out for you on that uh, in that regard
0: well, like I said as long as no one starts trying to make waves we'll bring Phil in house hopefully we've cut off any of these other loose ends um Guy should take care of it I know he's looking out for me
1: alright sounds good well, all the best, Whitey. You know how to find me if you need anything. I yeah, think absolutely. I'll have to leave um, it off at that <laughs> with Whitey.
0: Now, at this point, because we're a little, because you waited, so it's later in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go back to your office to see if you have updates from your contacts. Or you could investigate another location. It is up to you.
1: Hmm. Well, what I really want to do between me and you as a player and host, or what do, what do they call the the head honcho, the story get minute, runner I to or whatever? It's hard to get back to <laughs> then Sorry. It's, it's not just between you, so it's fine. Oh, got it. Just between me and you. Um what I want to do is have uh Enrique go back to the uh the Order of Argent Light grounds under cover of darkness and poke around, see what he can find there. Skulk around the grounds a little bit, see if there's any uh you know other doors or or cellars or barns or garages or anything like that. That that's what I really. what i really want to do next to see if there's anything to this place or if it's just one of those scammy kind of places preys on the the budding you know um you know age of aquarius situation (laughs) all right great yeah let's uh let's head over there and skulk around a little bit
0: all right so You arrive at the Order of the Argent Light with intentions to skulk around a bit, see if there's anything else going on here. And it seems there's some sort of, not a large thing, but maybe a small event or meeting that is taking place here. The ooh thunder! The lights are on. There are a few cars along the street, um, and you can hear sounds from inside.
1: Okay, let's sneak up and surveil this, uh, this meeting, if possible, if possible.
0: All right. So, like, how are you doing that?
1: Hmm. Well, I'd park, uh, you know, park down the street around the corner, you know, and, and, uh, and sneak up, sneak onto the grounds. Cutting through a the adjacent, you know, backyard, maybe hopping a a fence.
0: No, or, I mean you can sneak onto the grounds. No problem. I'm just wondering how you're going to see about what's going on inside. What is your plan oh, for that?
1: Okay, um, yeah, sneak up to a window. I think peek in, yeah. listen, listen at it. I think see if I can hear anything. And if not, I'll have to look for a better vantage point. But if so, great.
0: Okay. Um, so looking through the window, you see a man who by face you recognize from the many books that lined the inside of the main room of the, uh, of the order that you were in with Clara. And, um, But he's wearing this like silver lame version of what looks like a military uniform of some kind. And there are other men in the room as well, like in a sitting in a circle on these metal folding chairs, all of them in these like silvery um, uniforms, Um, you know, having quiet discussions and glowering at each other.
1: Okay. So can I understand their their conversation? Can I overhear what they're saying? Or do I need to seek a better vantage point?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of uh, whispered discussions almost. So it is, it's hard to say from, from any outside point, for sure.
1: Uh, okay. So I might have to get in um, and get closer to overhear, to listen in on their, their meeting. Okay uh, but it's just uh, it's just William Pelly and two other guys who are dressed similarly
0: to one another. Uh, let's see how many there are in there. Um, it's him and five young men. Um, to your view, your practiced observation of people, all of these men have the distinctive look of the angry misfit.
1: Okay. Gosh, it's really coming down out there, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah. I'll see if I can uh, sneak into the house and uh, creep up to a doorway and overhear eavesdrop on their conversation.
0: I mean, most of what they're talking about seems to be gibberish um you know a lot of pseudo mystical ideas um many racist comments um yeah nothing that really catches your ear is like interesting or um relevant to your case
1: okay i'll sneak back out then and continue my investigation of of the grounds see if there's anything if it's just the main house or if anything interesting seems to be present
0: um i will tell you just because like it's not a game where you have to like roll to see what you find or whatever like hmm Clara is available if you wanted to get her attention again, but this place is what it is. There's nothing else hidden here.
1: Got it. Okay. Well, hmm. let's see. So this uh, this, this kind of cements my feeling that this is just a scammy place and that uh, it's somewhat coincidental on that. So uh, given that it's late, yeah, you know, I'll head back to my office to, uh, you know, to to recover, recuperate, and uh, you know, have a couple of drinks of uh, Huntsman rye, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, check my notes mail. and mail. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So you have a decent stack of mail through your door slot when you return to your office today on this evening. Um, One of them, certainly, is your per diem for the following day, as negotiated, but with a small handwritten note on it that says, I'll need an update soon if you want me to keep sending, you know, daily funds. Um, But as far as the things that you receive back from your contacts, um, from Dr. Chang, Um, you receive a restored photograph. There are some little bits of it missing, but it's pretty expertly reconstructed. Um, The picture shows Helen and a man who you would recognize as Whitey Alexander um, ducking into a room together at a fancy-looking establishment, which, again, you would definitely recognize as the Alegria. Maybe a photo that was uh, intended to be used for blackmail would be your best guess. Um, the letters are decoded with a note that stated they were written in German, um, but, you know, they've been translated as well as decoded. Um the letters come from a organization that is um, identified as the German Propaganda Ministry. And they all seem to be varying levels of scolding to Spielmanns for um, only getting compromising material on a handful of relatively inconsequential subjects. Um, the letters encourage him to try to find any, um, lewd, um, things that he can on one Charlie Chaplin. Okay. All
1: right. So that's good. Um,
0: Um, and then from Betty, uh, you have an envelope with the key and a note that says that this is a safe deposit box key. The numbering matches up with security first national bank.
1: Okay. So this kind of formulates a a bit of a to-do list Uh, then in that case. So I need to, uh, need to update Margaret. I need to check the uh, box at the bank. All right. So I think those are a couple of things that I'll do uh, tomorrow, but not in that order. So let me update my to-do list. Mm-hmm. because I wanna check the box at the bank first because that might, you know, give me more to update sure. Margaret on so that's what i think i'd like to do uh tomorrow the next day
0: Mm -hmm. oh and then i guess also like in a there's a note that says your um your uh tailoring and dry cleaning are ready for pickup and like the amount that you're that you owe them
1: oh gotcha okay i can add that to my uh you know can do that run that errand while i'm out and about i guess okay well if we want to uh speed up the clock to the next day then i have things to do
0: all right well um with that new pile of potential evidence This will probably be where we end the second part of this. Thank you Barbarians for listening to episode 3 of Fathomless Sleep in our Cthulhu Confidential series. If you want to support our podcast or help us make more content, uh, check us out on patreon.com slash just barbarian things. Uh, things like session zero episodes, a character creation episode that we have coming up for our next group game are only available to patrons. Um, so definitely go there if you want access to that sort of thing. If you like the music in our intro and outro, it's from Tabletop Audio. It's called Interrogation Room. Uh, You can check them out at TabletopAudio.com for free music and ambient sound for use in your games. Links to everything I've mentioned and more can be found in the description. And until next time, barbarians, spend your rage and your rain-soaked nights wisely.